Now, the Sports Cards and Collectibles Radio Show with Darren Kimura. Brought to you by the Honolulu Chinese JCs, Papa John's Pizza, Comics, etc., and Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Welcome to the Sports Cards and Collectibles Show. I am your host, Darren Kimura, broadcasting here live from the beautiful downtown studios of ESPN Honolulu. Josh actually kind of teased the... Uh, special announcement here so I'll, I'll go ahead and jump right on in and give the announcement uh you know i uh, want to thank you guys for joining me every wednesday uh, for the last uh year plus uh what's going to happen is next week we're going to actually move to tuesdays why because on wednesday there's going to be uh we're making way for uh head coach timmy chang and call the coach so we're going to be moving to tuesdays uh, at least for the foreseeable future. And uh, we'll be same bat time, same bat place, though. So 6 p.m. ESPN Honolulu. So uh, those of you listening on the Sideline Hawaii app afterwards, you know, of course, you're going to go ahead and uh, just listen to the uh, the rebroadcasts on those apps. And, and you know, no problem there. Uh, but also, if you're listening live on, uh, you know, ESPNHonolulu.com, then uh, we, uh, you know, we'll make sure that you, we remind you a couple times during the show here that we'll be on Tuesday nights starting next week. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we got a couple of uh, interesting happenings going on. Of course, I want to make sure to let you guys know, uh, don't forget this weekend down at Pro Ridge Waimakai, we have uh, the Honolulu Chinese JCs hosting the uh, in-person sports cards and collectibles show at Pro Ridge Waimakai again, upstairs from Long's. It's the old Sears side. Um, and a quick uh, sort of a PSA here from uh, the Pro Ridge side, they do have their butterfly display still going, so you got another week or so to see those butterflies, drop those kids off to see the butterflies, and you come check out the card show. And uh, it'll be a blast. Uh, you know, it always is. Great to see all the vendors out there, and there's different vendors every time, too, that that, that come and join. So it, it's an awesome event, a wonderful job uh, being um, hosted by Denisha Honda and the Honolulu Chinese JCs. All right, diving into the show here. A guy who hasn't been on in almost, actually just over a year. One of our first guests from over a year ago. And I am so happy we were able to find a time to bring him back. Michael Hodges from the Clubhouse. Mike, how's it going this evening? Doing good. How about yourself, Darren? Good, good. It's been it's been a while. And uh, since since the, the last time we had you on, there was an actual big in-person national. Uh, and I'm assuming you guys uh, had a pretty big presence down there. Yeah, for sure. I mean... We're in different times now, right? We're getting back to normal, and uh, yeah, we just got back from the national about a week ago, and it feels like it's been a, a month ordeal for us. And uh, yeah, it was it was an awesome show, and a, a ton of fun. Well, basically, I mean, for those that don't know, uh, you know, let, let's go back a, a year plus ago. We were talking. Uh, you guys are from the clubhouse. Uh, this began originally, if I remember, as the St. Louis clubhouse. And then it kind of simplified the name to the clubhouse. Uh, and, you know, you guys have done all kinds of breaks and all kinds of different things. Um, but but when you were there at the National, what did you see maybe from the break world, you know, as a breaker, that was different or something interesting or maybe some kind of a trend that you might be seeing that maybe the, the average consumer may not have noticed? Yeah, I mean, for us, you know, being around for a while, I mean, I think the first thing noticeable at the national from a from the breaking perspective is that, holy cow, is it like blown up over the last two years? Mm. Uh, there are so many people there that are breaking, that are customers of breakers, and I mean, I think it has a trickle down effect for everybody because I mean, there were so many people there who were shopping that were there to see their favorite breaker, um, and it was 
I mean, it was mind blowing. There were there were hundreds of breakers at the show where ten years ago there were you know two or three of us. And when it comes to something like that, that 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 also to some degree limits the availability of of products to breakers. Have you seen like over the last say twelve months that's been more difficult for you guys to to get the quantity of products that you were getting before? Um, I mean, for us, it, it's not really been an issue, but I think a lot of it's come down to like relationships, right? Mm. The people, the people that have that have built relationships over the years and kind of um, shown the manufacturers and suppliers that hey, we're not just here for a quick buck. Like we're here to really uh, grow this hobby and and have the hobby benefit from the presence of breaking, as opposed to use breaking as a way to uh, uh, make money. Um, I think I think that kind of plays into it a little bit and so longevity obviously is a huge deal um but certainly i mean yeah i mean the more people that are breaking uh the product really hasn't changed a ton over the last two years in terms of quantity and so i think naturally when you start breaking down you know now there's a thousand people breaking not you know a hundred people breaking well then that's 10 times more breakers and not 10 times more products so i guess for for some people it definitely becomes an issue and i think that's where secondary market comes into play right well, you know, and, and the other thing, too, is and you've been around a long time. And so, you know, one of the other things that I think, uh, you know, you, you can provide value for with your customers, it's letting them know when a new product comes out, you know, if that new product is truly worth diving down 10 cases or if it's more like 10 boxes, right? I mean, because you've seen so many different things come and go that, you know, for someone who's a brand new breaker, maybe is even brand new to the hobby, they might not be able to share that information. No, for sure. I mean, I think I think because of you know the explosion here in the last year and just some of the celebrity um, people that have come into the hobby, you know, such as your Drakes and your Post Malones and all those guys. Well, all you see them guys breaking is you know your, your flawlesses and your NTs and things, which are are great products. Don't get me wrong, but um, at the end of the day, those are products that really you know take a big chunk of money out of your customers and um, usually give back to only a few of them, and so. You have to be aware as a breaker that, you know, you're, you should be looking out for, like, the best interest of your members. And so sometimes that's, you know, only doing a few cases of, like, an eminence football, knowing that, man, if we do a ton of this, um, it's going to have some negative long-term effects on your on your member base or your customer base. And so it's, it's certainly, I mean, the most important part of our job is to know the product and to know what's good, to know what's I say good. I, I think that's, I, that might be a, the wrong word for it. I think I think products fall in categories, and so sometimes a product is strictly a collector's product. Sometimes products are, uh, let's call it a gambling product, and sometimes they're more of like an investment product. And so it, it's it's making sure that you're being very clear with with your members, especially new people in the hobby, that hey, this is a product that look you, you might not get instant return on it, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus a product like a flawless, where hey, you're gonna you might spend a few hundred bucks and you might get nothing, or you might get something worth a hundred grand. And so I think I think it's important to to be honest and open about hey, this is the type of product this is. That way, your customer can then choose what they want to get into, and ultimately, they're going to be happier for it. No, I told, totally agree. Well, we're talking to Michael Hodges from the Clubhouse. And uh, well, by the way, you know, if you have questions about, you know, breaking or questions for Mike, um, you know, don't, you know, feel free to give us a call, 808-296-1420, or shoot us a text at 808-296-1420, and we can try and address some of your questions. While you were there at the National, I know the National, all the major 
product distributors are there. Was there anything interesting that maybe they said to you guys or, or something, you know, some, some kind of interesting conversations that were being had? Uh, were, were, you know, um, you know did, did, it, did it feel different this year with, with as many breakers as there were or with all the changes that, uh, um, you know, that, that, that we're seeing in the hobby? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, you know, last year at the National, you had the big news drop that, that Fanatics was going to be acquiring Tops, um, and that was a huge deal. And so this year, we're a year later, um, and I think a lot of the National was people trying to feel out, like, what is this new landscape going to look like? And, you know, over the last couple of days, you know, I, to me, I'm not breaking anything new here because I've seen it rumbles all over the all over the Internet, but, you know, um, I don't know if there's been an official statement or not, but you've seen a lot of rumblings online that, you know, Fanatics has, has uh, started cutting some of the big distributors and mm-hmm. letting them know that, that they're going to be cut. And so, um, you know, I think a lot of people start going, okay, what does this new model look like? Mm-hmm. And and you start kind of, I don't know if daydreaming is the right word, but you start playing out scenarios, you know, is, you know, is this going to be direct to consumer? Are they going to just take in-house distribution in-house? And so it's, I think there's some definitely some, people treading uh, on top of the water going, okay, what is going to happen here? <laughs> What's the next move? And no one really has the answer. I, I think everyone just has a different angle and speculation that uh, that they're making. So it's, it's certainly interesting times. And, and moving forward here, I think in the next three months or so towards the end of the year, I think we're going to have some clarity as to what this landscape for the hobby looks like. Well, at least the hope is that we have some clarity, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I don't think it helps anybody for for it to drag on too long, right? And so I think once legally things are worked out, I think I think we'll know a little bit more about it. But uh, I don't want to say too much. But you know, I, I will say that you know I'm I'm very close with with all the guys at Panini. I'm very close with all the new the new guys over at Fanatics, and and I could say there's a lot of good people that have the hobby at their hearts, mm-hmm. and um, I think ultimately that will be better for it. And uh, we just need to let people kind of do their jobs and figure out you know how this all looks from a from a business structure standpoint moving forward but just i, I will say that with someone that's been in this hobby and loves this hobby that um all my interactions and relationships with those people that i'm very confident that we could be a better hobby a year from now than we are today well we're talking to michael hodges from the clubhouse and you know so i think you said something very interesting and i think people have to also remember that it's not like fanatics came out of nowhere kind of like panini kind of came out of nowhere it's not like that at all fanatics has been around this this hobby and around the sports memorabilia around the sports collectibles world they, this is not a company that just showed up decided you know what we want to dive down the rabbit hole of sports cards this is a company that's been around sports and sports memorabilia for a while no, for sure. I mean, this is a company that, I mean, if you think about it, they you go back, I'm trying to think of the first year that they did it, but Fanatics have been partnering uh, with with uh, Tops and Panini for years, making, right. you know, SKUs that are exclusive to them right. um, for different products. And so, I mean, they're very familiar with the sports card category. And then on top of that, you take a guy like Josh Luber, who, who founded StockX and mm-hmm. is now the CEO of Fanatics, and you have a guy who is very, very, very in tune with markets of scarcity, just like the sneaker game. And so when you have a guy who's, who's, who's walked that and lived that, you know, he's already made missteps along the way. And there's some missteps that he probably took in the shoe game that could keep him from doing the same thing in the sports card game. And so I think that there's a lot of value in that. 
And uh, ultimately, if you look at sneaker culture, I've always said it's like, you know, four or five years ahead of sports cards uh, in terms of its culture. And there's a lot of people who've done really well in, in the sneaker culture. And, and that culture to, it, it's thriving. I'm a sneakerhead myself. And, like, it's, it's found a really good place. Um, and so, like I said, I, I, I trust Josh and the team over there at the Fanatics to, uh, to implement some of their ideas and, and do it in a way that five years from now we're looking at the sports card world going, man, this has been a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. Well, we, we are up against a little bit of a break here, but I want to I keep you online because, of course, I want to dive down the rabbit hole of the clubhouse breaks. Uh, are you able to stick around after the, um, after the break? I would love to. Awesome. When we come back, we got more from Michael Hodges from the Clubhouse on the Sports Cards and Collectibles show on ESPN Honolulu. You're listening to the Sports Cards and Collectibles radio show on ESPN Honolulu. Welcome back to the Sports Cards and Collectibles show. Hey, for those of you that are University of Hawaii fans and want to support the University of Hawaii, don't forget, pigskin pig out tomorrow night. Still tickets available at hawaiiathletics.com. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure coach, a bunch of coaches are going to be there. I've, I've seen them there over the last few years. Uh, definitely come on down. It's a fun time, and Murphy does an awesome job uh, putting an incredible spread out there. I know there's different uh, food vendors as well, and it, it's, it's just, a, just a fantastic experience. And stick around for the auction afterwards, because speaking of sports cards and memorabilia, there'll be memorabilia available for sale. There'll be stuff for auction. It's just a fantastic time down at Murphy's. So make sure you check that out and get your tickets for tomorrow night. Well, we're talking to Michael Hodges from the clubhouse, and 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 like you know, let's actually dive into the breaking side. And and if for those that are listening that were around, say in the '70s and '80s, and even the '90s, where it was pretty much walk to your corner store, buy a pack, or walk to the 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 closest hobby store. Maybe you bought a box and um, open that. The, the world of breaking really has kind of revolutionized the hobby, and. Uh, I guess you want to give a quick summary of sort of what breaking is. Yeah, for sure. So breaking, I mean, now in our hobby, a hobby box could start from, I mean, occasionally you'll find one for a hundred dollars, but most of them are four or five, 600 bucks starting. And I mean, they could go up to like, we just did them and it's football. One box was $30,000. And that's something that, you know, not everybody can afford, you know, to buy a box of cards for $30,000. And so, Breaking, essentially, the idea is that we take the price of a product and we, we spread it across, you know, 30, 40, 50 guys, depends on how we're breaking it, and um, it makes it way more accessible for a lot more people. Um, as as product has gone up in price, um, it's, it's become essentially our job as breakers to uh, provide product to people that are in love with the hobby at a price that they can afford to get into it at. And so um, that's what we do. We just subdivide pricing to where everyone can take a shot at a product, whether you're buying your favorite team or you're just going to buy a random chance to get any of the teams from a sport. Um, there's all different ways to do it that have different price points and different risk scenarios. But essentially, it's just opening product with a group of people uh, to make it more affordable for everybody. And, and the reality kind of is, so we kind of did that, right? I mean, there were times where we couldn't afford a box, but four of us would put our money together and we'd, we'd split it up. I mean, that's that the, the overall concept was something that we had done for years, actually. Exactly. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, really all that, all that we did was, you know, we've been doing this for 12 years now. And, and that was something that early on I went, Hey, look, there's a lot of people who do have hobby shops, but there's more people who don't. And so for me, um, as someone who um, comes from a background of just uh, community and relationship building, I went, look, this is an opportunity to get online and find people, the majority who don't have a hobby shop and find a way to get product to them in a way that's fun and accessible and, and affordable. 
And so that's really what it came down to was bringing it online, uh, bringing that live environment to where people can, can get cards anytime they want to and uh, building a community around that concept. So that's really, that's really what it stems from. We've been doing it for, we've been doing it for decades, right? We, like you said, buying boxes, buying packs, splitting pop, splitting boxes, you know, opening packs with friends and all that stuff. This is just a way to do it online and kind of revolutionize it in a, in a more modern way. Well, and before we go any further, I want to make sure you get a chance to say your website because we do have people that are listening. They may have questions, but I want them to be able to jump online and take a quick peek. So um, what's the what's the website? Yeah, so our website is, is simple. It's Clubhouse Breaks, B-R-E-A-K-S, so clubhousebreaks.com. Um, and on there, man, you'll find all kinds of how-tos, tutorials, how breaks work, all that stuff. And most importantly, at the bottom, there's a contact us. And if you ever have any questions, never hesitate to reach out. And I'll actually, I'll be the one that responds to you because all, all that comes straight to me. And uh, I make sure everyone that has a question has it fully answered. Well, so now, now that they know where to check it out, let, let's kind of jump into the, uh, the, the way people can, can, can jump in. I mean, you mentioned going to the website. Um, are there opportunities? Do you guys do everything from, you know, case breaks, box breaks, even mixers and all of that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we're trying to do – most nights we do five to six sports, and uh, we'll try to do three to four different types of break methods, whether it's random team or it's pick your team or uh, we, we developed our own software that's called Pick Your Price or, you know, all those we, – we just try to mix it up to where there's different price points, different products, different sports, cases, boxes, mixers, something for everybody. You know, just tonight, for instance, we, I mean, we did Star Wars, we did football, basketball, baseball, um, soccer – and so we do a little bit of everything, and uh, we just try to have fun doing it. Okay, I got to ask. <laughs> when you're doing a Star Wars break, uh, is it sort of a uh, pick your side? Are you a Jedi or a Sith? <laughs> or, you know, um, you know is, <laughs> only because I got to tell you, that, I, that, that sounds awesome. I'd love to jump into a Star Wars break just to see something like that happen. For sure, yeah. So we don't do it that way. That would be really fun, though. Hey, I get all the droids. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> no, so what we did tonight is like we. So the, one of the hottest Star Wars products ever made is Star Wars Sapphire that came out last month. Uh-huh. And so we took a box of Sapphire and we took a box of Finest, which is also new. Right. And there's twenty. There's twenty total packs, and so we just did twenty spots. Everyone gets a random pack. So some people got a pack of Sapphire for like sixty bucks. Hmm. Um, and it made it really accessible because boxes of that are a thousand dollars. Sure. And so, um, and, and then we did that, and we ended up hitting actually we hit the R two D two to ninety nine uh, true card, the true base card for wow. somebody, which is like a three four hundred dollar card. They got it for sixty bucks, and everyone got a pack of something from Star Wars in the break. So no one got nothing, and we had some people who, who did really well. So. Well, you know, I, maybe I just gave you an idea. Maybe you can do a, you know droids, right. a Jedi, <laughs> Sith, a, you know, and 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 really, you know. Kind of, kind of look that direction, or you know, the some kind of mix like that, and that 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 you know probably drive people crazy because that'd be an awesome opportunity to maybe get Sith Lords. <laughs> no, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> you can, well, you can you can nickname it the Darren Break. I'm just kidding. Don't do it. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's they're, it. <laughs> they're not gonna know who I am. <laughs> well, so so you know when you guys when so I, I and I gotta I gotta bring this up too because I think a lot of people they see breakers and there are some breakers who you know, truly have been around the hobby a long time, really know their stuff. And there's other breakers who are, you know, in, in truth be told, they're just entertaining to watch. They, they have zero concept of who Aaron Judge may be compared to, you know, uh, Colin Montgomery or, any, or a golfer. But, but the point is that they're just entertaining to watch. But you actually, and I'm, and I'm 
I don't know if I'm going to put you on the spot here or maybe embarrass you a little bit. You actually play hockey. You you are a hockey guy. I am, yeah. I actually just came from the ice about an hour ago. So, And I bring yeah. that up because a lot of people that break hockey truly have no idea what they're opening. I've seen so many breaks <laughs> where they're like, uh, Mick, Mick, Kyle, Legge- uh, well, here, here's the, it's this guy from the Flames. <laughs> you know, right, just... <laughs> right. <laughs> But but you're a hockey guy. You're you're a guy who legitimately, uh, you know, play the sport. You know the sport. When when you see a young gun coming up and and they're talented, you you could you could say it straight to the audience. This guy has this kind of talent. Right for sure. No, I mean that's that's something that honestly, like I pride myself in is that you know, and it's 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 probably the my, my worst quality and my best quality. Um, it makes me work a lot more. But I, I just am not comfortable opening things that I don't have some sort of basic level of understanding about what it is. And so, for instance, like Formula One has blown up in the last, you know, 12 mm. months or so. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a sport that now I'm a diehard fan because I go, if I'm going to open this, I need to know the sport. And so I watched the whole Netflix series. I haven't missed a live race or qualifying for probably the last year and a half, two years. Wow. And, like, I really know it. And that's something that I kind of, like, expect of myself that if I'm going to if I'm going to sell something to our members, I want to know it and make sure that I know that the sport behind it and the cards behind it have longevity and they have real value um, and that I'm giving them an experience while I'm breaking it that I, that I can also educate at the same time. And so that's something soccer is the hardest one for me, though. I'm just going to admit now because there are so many teams and so many leagues right. in the world. Right. It's like impossible for me, <laughs> but I try to keep up on it. But that's probably the hardest one. But yeah, that's something that you know, knowing the product is, is the biggest value I could bring to somebody. We all break the same product, but if I'm doing my homework and I'm educating as we break, to me, that's that's the biggest value add I could possibly add to the group breaking environment. Does it make it harder now with NIL and all of these college products now coming out? Because we're going to hear about multi-million dollar quarterbacks in college who may never sign an NFL contract. I, you know, does does it does it change because of NIL? Yeah, I mean, it certainly makes it more difficult, right? Because mm-hmm. now you have a, now the pool of players you need to keep your eyes on is like endless, you know. Right. Right? You're like, did you hear about that thirteen-year-old out of Alabama? You know, like, no, right. I haven't. I don't follow thirteen-year-olds from Alabama. <laughs> uh, but it's just like it does make it more difficult. And I feel like there's a few more, like I don't want to call them traps, but you know, hype guys that you go, man, they may never pan out to be anything, yet they're being pumped by the hobby because they're the next big thing. Um, so it definitely makes it more, definitely more tricky and education on it is, is, it seems like endless. Well, and I think that's the challenge with, with expanding opportunities is you expand opportunities, but that, that also means that from a, from not only a collector standpoint, but let's, let's be real here. This, this is seen as an investment by some people. You went from having to understand stocks in the, in the Dow, you know, or stocks in the U S stock market to now having to know the global, you know, economic, uh, stock portfolio i just you know it it just it just ballooned overnight no it's actually i was going to use the same analogy so it's great it's like you go from blue chips to now you need to know like you know uh asian market penny stocks and you're like you know like you know there's probably good money and opportunity in some of those but to to have to learn all that is difficult and so a hundred percent it it just changes the game completely and it brings on new risk and it also brings on probably some new unfound hidden gems um, at the same time, but there's certainly a lot more stuff to wade through. Well, I, I think we get to a point, too, where, um, I, you know, we say this on, on this show a lot, you know, buy the things you like, buy the things you know, and that helps from the consumer standpoint. 
But for you as a breaker, you, you know, there you just have to know it all. For sure, you got to try to, right? Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> well, you know, before I forget, I want to give people an opportunity to uh, to check out your website again. So, best way to follow you. Clubhousebreaks.com is the website, and then uh, on all social media, we're at Clubhouse Breaks. Well, and you know, Michael, you know, I truly appreciate you coming on here, and then you know, we always have a great time talking, and uh, definitely want to have everyone check you guys out. And um, uh, you know, as far as new products and everything, is the website also the 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 best way to to find out what's coming out? Yeah, for sure. You know, we're we're unique on the site to where you know a few hours ago we posted all new breaks and all of those break tomorrow. So if you're going to our website and you see something, you can rest assured that what you're seeing is something that's going to break within the next 12 to 24 hours. Um, and, and every single day we post new stuff up for the next day. So uh, definitely where you want to be. And uh, once you sign up for account an account too, I sort of send out a, a daily a daily menu via email. And in that daily email, I sort of break down. Like I was saying earlier, I try to I try to classify every product we're doing that night as is this a collecting product, is this a high risk product, is this a safer product, and I try to break that down that way. As a buyer, you can know exactly what you're getting into and figure out what products are for you and what products aren't for you. So, well, before we go, I you know I do have to ask for those that have seen you pre-COVID, um, are the special unique opportunities with the, uh, you know, say the the draftees signing day kind of thing where. You have some of them opening packs. Is that kind of stuff coming back? Yeah, so we've gotten really close like three times this year um, where we were like a week away from the event and the PAs pulled out. Mm. And so we're getting re- we're getting really close. So that's, it's, while it's discouraging, it's also encouraging in the fact that they're trying to plan for this stuff. Um, and so I, I would anticipate that in the next, you know, three to six months, we'll start to see those things come back because, like I said, we've tried um, – three different times this year already and we were we were like a week away and, and then it fell apart um those things are all really tricky to do because you, you're, you're dealing with the league you're dealing with the pa you're dealing with the manufacturer and the players and so it's just a there's a lot of moving pieces um but the fact that they're trying to get those things back on the books and the schedule um i think is a good sign and, and like i said hopefully here in the next three to six months we'll see some of that fun stuff come back well and it's always fun to see them because a lot of these guys who truly haven't opened cards before in their life and they're seeing themselves for the first time and that reaction is priceless no for sure i mean every time we do that stuff right whether it's dk madcap or pat mahomes um every time we do those things our collector base and our, our community that's watching live like th- those players like get an entire mafia of people who want them because they see their personalities, they see their real people, they see their love for the cards when they start touching them and seeing them and, and experiencing them. And, um, I mean, there's there's nothing but positive that comes out of those experiences, both for the players and for the hobby. So uh, always exciting, and it, it's certainly a unique take and something that I think differentiates our community from, from the rest of the communities is our ability to, uh, to bring athletes and kind of make them human for, our, for collectors. So. Well, no, absolutely. Again, I truly appreciate you coming on. Love hearing about you guys and uh, wish you all the best. Much love, Darren. Thank you. All right. That was Michael Hodges from the Clubhouse. Go check them out. And, uh, you know, again, uh, some of the unique opportunities that that we were talking about, uh, you can see some of their old videos. They've had different players opening products, and that's just cool. When we come back, we've got Eric Reichard joining me for another segment of Buy Low, Sell High. And, of course, a trivia contest to give... Uh, free products away and a pizza courtesy of Papa John's Pizza Hawaii. This is the Sports Cards and Collectibles Show on ESPN Honolulu. Welcome back to the Sports Cards and Collectibles Show. Uh, a quick announcement here. We don't forget the uh, 
uh, Pearl Ridge uh, card show there hosted by the Honolulu Chinese JCs. Also want to um, give uh, you know shout out to Kendall Doy and Nikki Padilla for on Pearl Ridge's side for helping to put this together. And um, I also have to apologize because I've been saying why Makai. It's actually Vi Makai, and I should know better. And so for those of you out there that have been cringing every single time I've said it incorrectly, I apologize. It is Vi Makai. Uh, for those of you on the, on the, the mainland U.S. who have no idea what I'm talking about, uh, it's the W-A-I is pronounced like a V in, in Hawaiian. Uh, so, you, uh, so like Hawaii is really how we're supposed to say it. So Vi Makai. So check us out at uh, this weekend, uh, Pro Ridge Vi Makai. And of course, again, like I said, bring the kids on by because we got the butterflies in the middle and that that display is awesome let me just tell you uh joining me right now we got eric Ricard for another segment of buy low sell high eric i know you're back from the national hopefully the jet lag is over uh have things kind of mm -hmm. settled back down yeah yeah chilling what's up i'm back i'm ready well, you know, I, I, I got to ask you, and, and, and just because it, it, of course, is major news, with Juan Soto getting traded and the Tatis coming back, uh, so basically it's uh, Dodgers in six instead of in five, right? I mean, it's pretty much... Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, know, you know, I just insulted every single Padres fan out there in saying that, but, oh. but you know, the Dodgers Sorry. are on a tear right now. I mean, I, I hate yeah. to point this out, too, because I know you're a diehard Yankees fan, but the, the Yankees are struggling a little bit. The Yankees might not stop them either. Right. No, the Yankees are struggling right now, and but the Dodgers look unstoppable all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's all about being hot at the right time, so we'll see what happens when the time's right. Well, speaking of Soto, right, go ask him what it's like to be hot at the right time a couple mm -hmm. years ago, right? I mean, th 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 this is a team that just got hot at the right time. Soto was playing out of his mind at the right time, and yeah. he's got a ring to show. Yeah, that was, uh, it was such a crazy how that all played out. and uh, Yeah, they... Uh, they're probably not going to be back anytime soon. No, well, no, no, not that team in particular. Um, uh, you know, the the Pirates may actually beat that team. And, you know, we talk about the Pirates being the only minor league team playing in the major leagues. <laughs> you know, it's pretty good now, the Orioles. Right. No, I mean, and talk about coming out of nowhere. But, but the <laughs> Orioles are young and they don't know any better, right? So that's sort of the good and bad. At some yeah. point when it gets tough, though, are they going to be able to sort of keep that intensity when when maybe maybe it gets a little tight maybe the game gets a little tough or are they going to be able to pull it out when a team that's been there before is just going to take a deep breath and go on their merry way mm -hmm. yeah no. i gotta be the dodgers yeah i mean i and i but i think everybody has to go through that right i mean the the the, the soto nationals were sort of the exception because they did have some veteran leadership on there and some young talent and that just came together at the right time usually though um, you know, let's ask the Celtics how it felt to be in the championship all of a sudden. <laughs> you know, against a team who knows what they're doing. It, it usually it takes a few times. I mean, you know, uh, you know, pe people don't remember that. Yes, Jordan went six for six in the in the championships, but he didn't exactly go six for six when he made the playoffs. Yeah, no, no, had the Pistons to worry about. Right. You know, and and there's a lot of things that kind of come into play there, and and. I think you're right with the with the Yankees. It's kind of interesting what's happening now. Hopefully they can turn it on. Judge doesn't look like he's going to stop though. He might hit a thousand home runs this year. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. What can you do? Yeah. You got. Yeah, yeah. Well, and if Judge gets to the point where it gets interesting, right, where he starts posting sixty plus home runs, now that question comes back. Okay, do we revisit that home run king thing? Because last we checked, Judge is not juiced. 
Yeah, I mean, I hope not. <laughs> well, if he was juiced, yeah. he wouldn't have been injured as much as he was and and yeah. been so out, you know, so many games missed, et cetera, et cetera, as long as he has been, in my opinion. Um, and he looks super good. Let's right. continue with that, yeah. But, but if he hits 65, if he hits 67, if he gets to the point where he doesn't hit 73, but he hits in the mid-60s, you kind of got to ask that question, do we start yep. looking at him as le the legit home run king, right, for the year? That's the thing. No asterisk. Right, right. Well, except yeah. the fact that he's on the Yankees. I'm just kidding. I'm just hey. kidding. No, because because a team that's loaded is always, you know, you, you have a chance to be pitched to more often than a team yeah. where you're not, right? For sure. I mean, that was, that was Soto in uh, Washington. Like, right. no protection, nothing. Yeah. Compared we'll to when they won, where he had, you know, yeah. some bats right by him. I mean, you know... Um, well, let, let, let's dive down the rabbit hole of NFL because we are into training camp season now and a lot of people yeah. are starting to... NFL is getting hot. Let, let, let's be Man, real. I feel like the last two months, everybody's just been looking for NFL. Honestly, it's like, yeah. It Pretty much since Prism came out, yo. Yeah, it's people... Crazy. P-Law hype is uh, crazy. But what's weird is when Prism came out, the hype around 2021 Prism wasn't there. It was the interest in Prism came out, yes, but then people remembered to go buy a 2020. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, kind of crazy, right? Right. Yeah. So the hype of 2021 made people remind themselves about the draft class of 2020, and that's kind of interesting. And it seems like that's the very group that we kind of got to put a big, speaking of asterisk, speaking of, you know, question marks, right next to, because as much as you're paying for those guys now, yeah. last I checked, Super Bowl losers... <laughs> Don't end up in the Super Bowl the following year unless your name is Buffalo Bills. Yeah. And so even with as talented as the Bengals are, if Burrow has a it good year, yeah. right, if he has a good year, does his value drop? Mahomes, they won the Super Bowl, and he had a great next year, but it wasn't great by his standards. Yeah. So he saw it. Pretty high there. Right. And then, and then we have Tua. We, you know, Josh was just talking about Tua on the early, you know, on the on Sports Animals, and there's a lot of pressure on him. But if he performs well enough to get them into the playoffs and maybe even win a couple games, are they going to say it's because of the team around him? That's sort of that weird. What do yeah. you do? Well, he's got two. He's got two or three weeks to to show something, or else his his cards are going nowhere. Right, because there's a chance, right, that that all of a sudden they trade for somebody or they trade him, uh, mm -hmm. and then you've got Justin yeah. Herbert, who's you know, high-risk play, though. Right. It might work out. Yeah, it might work out. But I think he, Tua is a better out, play, though. Stuff, yeah, his stuff will fly, but then if he doesn't, this stuff's going to tank. It's like, yeah. But but the buy-in is lower than buying someone like Herbert. Yeah. Yeah, no, those cards are pretty crazy already right now. Um, Burrow, especially, they're just like, oh. So like you said, you're going to have to prove us wrong in, in that one, but uh, odds are it's not going back, you know? Right. Well, he yeah. looks good too when he plays, right? He's not—he's not a guy where there's freakish plays that lead to unbelievable like turnaround, where all of a sudden the, you know, the the pass falls into the hands of the receiver and the guy runs the extra twenty yards for a touchdown at the end. Of the game. <laughs> this, this is a guy who legitimately looks good playing the role, even though he had no line last year. Yeah, well, we'll see if he can see if he can do it again. If he does, yeah, cards may. Cards may go up, or it might be priced in already. People are just buying them. It's so, kind of so crazy where season starts, and then like after two or three weeks, and all the quarterback cards are down. It's just a weird, kind of weird market. We'll see what uh, see what the world is doing at that time. <laughs> I, I do feel like you're right with Burrow, though. That his prices are sort of baked in because they they, they expect 
Joe Mixon to be back. They expect Jamar Chase to be amazing, and therefore they expect that trio to be good, but defying good, right? If, if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, he's not better than last year. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So we'll see. Yeah, so don't buy the hype. But right, well, that's the thing, right? So do do we do we look at these quarterbacks and do we take a gamble on someone like Tua, who's a little bit lower buying, a little bit easier to buy in, but you could be buying in and in Might six weeks, right? In six <laughs> weeks, you're just happy to have a guy who's from Hawaii because you live in Hawaii, yeah, um, yeah. you know, or are you happy to have a guy who played for Miami because you're from Miami or or Alabama or whatever? I like the Dolphins, and I mean, I'm from. Uh, I live here, so I, mean, I, I got rid of all my two cards. I don't want to chance it already. Well, I got to ask you about another guy who I think, quite quite frankly, has been amazingly hot and, and the price is going up for, you know, I, I just don't feel good about it for, for the, I think, the wrong reasons, and that's Deshaun yeah. Watson. Um, oh. You know, last I checked, he's still suspended for at least six games. I don't know what people are thinking there. I don't. I don't get it. I just stay far away from that one. That one's see ya. Yeah. Well, and 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 I just got to ask people who are diehard Deshaun Watson guys. When was the last time you said, "Boy, that quarterback in Cleveland is amazing"? <laughs> I, I mean, really. I, you know, go, go back Never. to you know. You, 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 could you even say that with Bernie Kosar? He was really good. But, you know, during that era, you were talking about Montana, Marino, mm-hmm. you know, just you, you weren't exactly going, hmm, boy, those yeah. Browns. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good on that. There's many other choices to go ahead and pick up, yeah. And I feel like, you know, to me, LeBron's reaction when they won in Cleveland tells you all you need to know about, unfortunately, the, the market for professional sports in Cleveland. I just mm. I just don't see a scenario where Deshaun Watson comes back, plays well, and people around the rest of the nation open their arms <laughs> right. and welcome him in. I just don't see that. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, it's pretty funny. Well, I, I think if you have Deshaun Watson stuff and you have people willing to pay decent money, I think you got to take the money and go because it's just it just doesn't feel good to, to to try and make more money on someone who has this kind of baggage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's so much other fish in the sea. Not even worth it. Not even worth looking at. I'll be honest with you. I'd rather take a flyer on, on Zach Wilson than Deshaun yeah. Watson. You know, and Zach Wilson plays for a team that, quite frankly, is another team that I, I, you know, I've said many times. When was the last time you said, whoa, that quarterback in New York, the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> it's been quite a while since my dad was watching that. Yeah. Right. You know, and I feel bad saying that on this station because I know Gary Digman's a diehard Jets guy, but but the the reality is that you know it, it, it's it's still the Jets, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> exactly. No, 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 I don't know any Zach Wilson cards either. Right, but but again, fun to play a few. I might I might see. I'm gonna look at. I might look at some tour just to just to just to see what's uh, so what's out there and uh, maybe a gamble out of. But. Uh, I feel like yeah, the other guy's price is too high, man. It's so crazy high. Right? Yeah. It's like, what? You know, I agree. I, I, I would rather buy Tua. I would rather buy Zach Wilson buy than, than buy, buy right. Mahomes than buy Burrow and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and in fact, at that price point, Mahomes becomes a reasonable option right now. Right. Yeah. This is the kind of like, really? You might as well just buy more Mahomes. Yeah. It's kind of scary yeah. to think about, but, but that is very true. 
Well, as always, we are we are out of time here, but I want to. I'd love to continue talking for another ten hours. Um, you're going to be stopping by uh, the Pro Ridge show this weekend. Yeah, no, for sure, definitely see you there. All right, so make sure everyone stops on by and uh, uh, pulls Eric aside and say, "Hey, what do you think about this? You're going to have yeah, like 500 me. people pulling you." For a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for joining me, Eric, as you do every week. I really appreciate it. All right, that's Eric Ricard joining me for another segment of Buy Low, Sell High. Always good fun talking to him. And, and Eric really always does have a good pulse from not only an investment side, but, but you know, just sports interest side. So I really love chatting with him. Come, come check him out this weekend at the Pro Ridge uh, show at Pro Ridge Vi Mackay. I got that right. Well, we are pretty much out of time here, and I do want to remind everybody, major, major, major programming note, starting next week, we are not going to be on Wednesday nights anymore. We will be on Tuesday evenings. That'll be same thing, though, at 6 p.m. And again, same channel, ESPN Honolulu. That's AM 1420 or 92.7 FM. And for those of you that are following us online, same thing. If you go to the ESPN Honolulu website and you click Listen Live on Tuesday evening, we will be live on Tuesdays. If you're listening on the Sideline Hawaii app or if you've missed some of the show and you want to make sure that you get an opportunity to hear something that maybe you missed earlier or you caught part of the interview, you want to hear the rest. Uh, or if you were the one that won the trivia contest and just want to hear yourself answer the trivia contest, by all means, download the Sideline Hawaii app and we post the shows over there. So like I said, uh, make sure starting next week, uh, and I will announce it on my Facebook page, of course, and I will make sure I get the word out. But just make sure next week that you are checking us out on Tuesday evening so that we can make space for Call the Coach on Wednesday. That way we don't have to skip, you know, the next, say, eight out of ten weeks because Call the Coach is on Wednesday. We can actually just have the show every single week on Tuesday. Um, and again, uh, don't forget to come on by Pro Ridge Vi Mackay. Uh, the Honolulu Chinese JCs are hosting the in-person sports cars and collectibles show. And uh, there's a bunch of different vendors. Lance Kaulukukui from the, the Club Holly will be there. Uh, Scotty from uh, Koolina. I know that uh, um, Francisco Figueredo and all those guys are going to be there. And of course, uh, Robert Haino from, from Choice Comics. So make sure you come on down. It'll be a great time. And uh, you know, buy, sell, trade. Again, we are we are completely out of time. I look forward to, to talking to all of you on Tuesday evening next week. This is Darren Kimura saying have an awesome, awesome week and happy collecting.